Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we have a very intriguing conversation. It's going to involve, which is a new word, and involve porn. I was sticking involve and porn together and invented the word involve for you. So you're welcome. I have a guest who is a friend of mine, a colleague, and also a co-host. She's also a host on the Inspired Choices Network. And we're going to be playing today with the topic of porn. Not just porn, though. Like, porn is a really vast conversation. We're specifically going to be talking about how porn makes the viewer broke and the lovers of those viewers very lonely. So what do we know about that? So the guest that I have on today is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. For those of you who are brand new to this program, then you won't necessarily know who she is. But if you've been an avid listener for years and actually heard Jennifer on this show several times before, so I'm sure you're going to enjoy this one too. Jennifer is Canada's number one business and relationship turnaround expert for deliciously ambitious visionary female entrepreneurs and is a modern day shaman and seer. Jennifer has over 20 years of assisting entrepreneurs with their business businesses and also helping them to ignite their dreams. So we have we have a lot of fun that we're going to be talking about is Jennifer's highly intuitive with her work. She uses a lot of intuitive strategies in her work. She has a lot of foresight, um, including things like body and business and how those go together. So we're going to look at how do these things go together and how these things like porn that we're going to be talking about today might be affecting things like your body and your business. Jennifer's approach uh, to everything has to do with looking at the individual's core talents when she's coaching. And she also looks at things like energy fields and allows people and assists people in igniting them so that they can actually have and find the bigger dream that they're looking for. If you're looking for more information on Jennifer, you can find her through her website. And you can also find Jennifer on the Inspired Choices Network. Her show is called Big Fat Lies, and it goes live on Fridays. So you can find lots of episodes on Big Fat Lies. And she has already done an episode about porn, so you can go back and listen to that too. And this one will be uh, not the same conversation, I'm sure, as all conversations are different unless you're robotic. So we're not robotic. And this conversation will be completely different. And I'm excited to have this conversation. It's not one that I normally think about because I'm not an avid And actually, that question from people a lot, they assume that because I love talking about sex and bodies, that somehow I must love porn. And they do not go hand in hand. So 
we'll talk a little bit about that too. And I'm just wondering, uh, so A, welcome Jennifer, and I'm wondering what inspired you to go ahead really talk to Lisa about the busy, wacky talk. Yeah, well, one of the things uh, that I had noticed is that um, there were people in my life that were porn users. And at the beginning, I kind of thought, oh, well, I must be square. Like if I don't enjoy porn, you know, there must be something wrong with me because there's so many people out there who are really enjoying it. And, you know, there's so many different genres of porn, you know, like it's not you know, like you can pick your porn the way you can pick your movies. Like if you don't want to watch a violent movie, then don't watch a violent movie. And if you don't want to watch, you know, specific types of stuff that happens, then just pick your genre. And at that point, I knew that I had gifts. I knew that I could see more than the average person, but I didn't actually put the two together. It wasn't like, oh, the reason why I don't enjoy porn is because I'm aware of what's going on in the people's bodies, or I'm aware of, you know, bigger circumstances or something like that. So there's that. And then the people that I was with, who were regular consumers of porn, were frantic at times about money and you know way more times than people need to be frantic about money now honestly if you're frantic about money for more than three years then there's a bigger circumstance there that needs to get changed and so if it's something about your self-esteem or something about your skill set or something about how much you love yourself or you know like whatever it is you know what kind of modalities that you need to bring in to solve this problem but these people weren't interested in changing one their financial circumstances and two their regular concerns consumption of porn. And, you know, for some, I didn't actually get the information in the first relationship, but in the second relationship, I did actually start to talk about the harmonics of porn, like what the energy systems are that are behind porn and underneath porn. And then, you know, you go back generations, like, where did this start and, you know, why and, you know, how much money on the planet is dedicated to porn so there's that and then the show that I did the reason why Melitza reached out to me or maybe one of the reasons why Melitza reached out to me is I did a show quite recently called porn is making you broke and a regular listener brought her romantic partner and said hey do you want to watch this with me and so he ended up watching the show with her and the transmission that came across during the show gave him the energy to go cold turkey on his consumption and at the end of the month They'd been together for five years. At the end of the month, his 30 days of cold turkey, no porn, he wasn't worried about money and he had created financial circumstances where he didn't need to worry about money. So more money, not worried about money and was able to just cold turkey his consumption. So I just, I was so stoked about it. I was like telling everybody. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm just curious I saw that and I was like that's fascinating and I felt 
like a twang of truth. So every once in a while, you know, it's not that I went and I went, I'm going to go research this. I'm going to go be a fact checker and see, are these facts that, you know, Jennifer's putting out there true? I didn't need to do that. I checked in my heart and I was like, there's some truth in this. What is that? So then my curiosity kind of went to, I wonder what that is, how that correlation uh, comes together. So you mentioned a few of those things, like you intuitively picked up on the harmonics of it. And, you know, harmonics, usually people think of those in terms of like musical notes. But um, I think what we're talking about here is a little different than that. Although we do have those tones coming in and out of our bodies anyway, that's a whole other story. But I'm wondering, what is it that you notice? like, there's harmonics and then there's disharmonics. So mm-hmm. how did you notice like the disharmony? Like wh- what was it that made you kind of go, I see this correlation or was it just like a full on transmission download that went, these two things are connected? Yeah, well, I think it's both. I think earlier in my curiosity about why I was so square and didn't want to watch porn, <laughs> I mean, I did, you know, because I wanted to be almost more curious about like, well, why is some of it interesting and some of it's not interesting to me? Why does some of it like sort of, you know, monkey see monkey do turn on my body and some of it I'm like, we're not watching another fucking second of this. And, you know, because I have watched it where it was quite obvious that the people were like, ooh, we're having fun here. And so that was the thing. I was like, oh, well, that's like the unicorn in the field. Because most of the people that I had watched, it really felt like they were playing Lego with their bodies for money. You know, it was like, you know, what parts can we put in what parts and how shocking can we be? And, you know, there's a documentary called Raised on Porn. And so if people haven't noticed that that one, it talks about how the porn industry is aiming porn at people 10 years of age. That's the first sort of, um, you know, uh, wave. And, you know, in my own life, Uh, my youngest was 10 years old when his brother ratted him out. Thank God that he was accessing porn on his iPod. Like he had an iPod nano and he was curious and accessing porn. He was still sleeping with stuffed animals. I was furious, furious, like, like nobody wanted to be around me. I like set that thing up. So he had to be like 21 (laughs) before he could access anything. Like basically it was like Sesame street or nothing. And, you know, so we think about this as, you know, as beings, you know, because you don't really have an age, like inside you, there's no age, you know, your heart has no age. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, subconsciously, you really are only 10 years old about some things. And some things you're like three years old, and some things you're an infant. And so having that video come into your eyes, with that frequency and that harmonic, your your subconscious doesn't have the ability to differentiate that from, oh, it's just fun. You know, she really likes it when he's like choking her or whatever the hell he's doing in the video. And, you know, 
But most of us, you know, I would say Melitza's audience is the same as mine. Most of us are very sensitive and we can tell the difference between when somebody's acting and when somebody actually has some chemistry. You know, like I, I can think of videos, I think like two, I can think of two videos that I watched in all the videos where the people actually had chemistry. And it was like, oh, they're really enjoying this, regardless of whether or not they're getting paid. And, you know, and then, I mean, there's a bigger discussion about like, okay, they're allowed to enjoy it. But what is the, you know, what is the bigger game at play? What is it that puts people into porn? And then, you know, there's also the bigger play of wealth flows and why would that kind of information coming into your eyeballs stunt your wealth flows. And so, you know, did I answer the first question? Because I got so much to say on this. I know I you to do. It's you awesome. Room to, to ask. I'm, re I'm really else. curious about the wealth flows. And I think we will talk about that um, after our, when we, after we come back from break. But what, what I noticed when you were speaking was that you were talking about how the porn industry is now gearing porn towards 10 year olds. So when I think about that and I think about how porn, if porn is affecting our financial flows and how it's actually setting up like a society for a few things, for us to have a poverty mentality that we're always going to be in a lack mentality. So it's just reinforcing that. And then the other thing that it's doing is it's like, if you if the very first time you've ever like as a child you might not understand language per se but you might understand the energy of something or behind something um say example you're like a three-month-old baby and somebody calls you stupid you don't necessarily know what that means but you might pick it up and you might feel or sense oh, i know what that is but there's not necessarily like a uh uh, a like you're not cognitive of what that means or what does stupid mean you don't really have a sense of that and so if your first language of sex that you're seeing happens to be pornography then what you're in training in your brain to know is that this is how sex is done like you were saying about you know if you know your 10 year old is watching something and it might happen to be like choking somebody then their understanding of sex is not um, necessarily what's true it's it's more it's very exclusive kink side of it that isn't necessarily uh, the full story but if that's the language that they're learning and that those are it even though it's ne not necessarily words but it's a language in terms of information coming into our mm -hmm. brains and how we pick it up then um, it's a misinformation and it's a huge misinformation but also the training of the brain too and the stimulation I, I think to me what comes down to to it is that that when our brains get stimulated whether it's from um over excessive use of video games because video games and cocaine and overstimulation of certain things all affect the same part of the brain right and they're highly addictive so when we get into these like addictive behaviors whether it's like addiction to porn or whatever you're affecting the same area of the brain that's like the highly addictive side that's very hard to get um out of so you're you know now in a trap and I think that's kind of where what I gathered, this is kind of where we're going with this, is that it's that we set, set our, like watching excessive amounts of porn or watching porn, and that's your source of pleasure. It's going to that certain part of your brain that almost becomes an addiction. And then it becomes something where... Looking for our fix. 
is if you're on cocaine, you're looking for a harder fix, more fix, constant fix, and you're always looking for that next high. So then the simple things like, like a simple touch or a stroke that could be for me, something that's highly, um, highly erotic to me because I'm not overly stimulated um, in the brain when it comes to like visuals with sex, that it's uh, that like I can receive that and it works for me, but if you've been highly overstimulated, then it'll just be like, no, whatever. I don't really feel it or sense it. I need more. I need harder. I need faster. Um, So it kind of takes away to me from the experience of receiving, which is where this money thing comes in. So we're going to talk about that. I'd love to hear your take on that. We're going to head to our first commercial break. You are listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Jelanić, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić, You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we are talking about pornography. And you might be surprised because the conversation about pornography has to do with how it makes the viewers broke and the lovers lonely. And we will get to the lonely part after as well. Um, I know, I know that one very well. I've I've had that in my life, so I know what you're talking about. (laughs) So when we talk about the broke, though, I think that's, uh, it's just so in your face. And I like that because sometimes you just got to get in your face. Look, it makes you broke. What are you going to do about it? So so, um, before break, we were talking about the effects on the body. um, Definitely how we get into these trends where watching porn can create uh, different effects in the body. So Jennifer, what's um, just before break, I'd been mentioning about like the overstimulation of the brain and all of that jazz. So 
Is that something similar to what you were yes. aware of or is there something you'd like to add? Yeah, well, it's interesting, you know, and this effect, you know, this sort of modern effect of uh, like erotica and porn and, you know, like masturbation and um, like masturbation in and of itself, I believe done well is helpful. I also, you know, for, you know, innies or outies, let's, you know, like there's lots of different sexualities, there's lots of different expressions, but people with testicles, people who happen to have testicles, um, there's more science showing us that the sperm count is going down and down and down and down and down. And so there's a court. So I'm going to give you some data. So that's one of the things that we want to think about. The next thing that we want to think about is how early that porn is introduced to modern children. Mm -hmm. So modern children, I'm talking about like post 2000. So for the last 20 years, uh, very easily um, young people have had access to the internet. And I remember having a conversation with my boys and I'm like, I don't want you to have internet in your room. And the reason why is because you might be looking up winter boots and accidentally come across winter boobs. And yes. like, of course, everybody laughs and they're like, mom, I'm never looking up winter boots. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, I don't want to, you know, but you might be interested in what a vagina looks like might be interested in what breasts look like which to me I'm very liberal like if you want to like see what those things look like then have at her like I really don't feel like you know back in the 1970s when I was a kid you know the pornography was like playboy and then sometimes you would come across a penthouse magazine and you know so that was more like art with naked bodies you know, it wasn't like I, I would never see like super raunchy porn. Unless like, that it was Hustler. Hustler was kind of raunchy back then. Yeah, but not a lot yeah. of people had Hustler. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember ever seeing that one, but I'm aware of it. Yeah. And but the stories that you make up in your mind about the naked bodies and what they're doing um, creates different neural pathways than having the naked bodies and what they're doing projected into your eyeballs. There's a completely different um, uh, transmitter profile there. And then the next thing that I want to talk about that Melitza had um, touched on is receiving. So when we think about receiving money, receiving love, receiving affection, receiving the things that we want to receive in the world. Now we're going to go back. We have a low sperm count. So we're not thinking about, you know, I'm full of, you know, piss and vinegar or whatever. And, you know, I have enough chi in my body to be able to go after what I want. Second thing because there's a lot of sexual energy in building a business, a, a lot of sexual energy in um, creating something that's financially sound. And so if all of your sexual energy is depleted from use of porn and, you know, like addictive masturbation rather than generative masturbation, and then we learn it super early. So 10, we learn, okay, well, I'm feeling kind of 
full of beans, I'm going to go masturbate instead of go build a tree fort or, you know, ride my bike to the beach to look at, you know, half naked girls or guys, whatever. And then the next thing is how accessible it is. Like you don't even need to wait. It's become the McDonald's of stimulation. So you don't have to wait. There's no contemplation. You're not making up any stories in your mind about, ooh, I'd like them to do this to me and I'd like them to do that to me. And, you know, for women, um, I think there's, for people with vaginas, there's a real turn on space that happens with anticipation. And so anticipation of sex, anticipation of, ooh, I'm going to get what I want. Ooh, I'm really going to get it. And, you know, so that sexual energy, that anticipatory sexual energy can be used to create wealth. And so if we're not allowing ourselves to have an anticipatory energy and a building energy, we're expecting to, you know, just get it off and, you know, in 10 minutes or less, or maybe even three minutes or less, depending on, you know, what your poison of choice is, it doesn't create more. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not a... um, a self-perpetuating machine, you know, and there's lots of different uh, sexual healing methods that are about the anticipatory, like edging, or I know you did a show on edging. Um, And that kind of thing can be used to build wealth and masturbation can be used to build wealth. But the thing is when you're using porn to have your five minutes or less orgasm, what it does is it trains the body to instantly orgasm. So basically you're trying to like pump one out and you know, whether it's using toys for women, which I'm highly, you know, like I think you should, if you like it, But I also think that you should, you know, like edge yourself, even Mm -hmm. depending if you have a vagina or a penis, like it's, it's super important that you pleasure yourself, that you have anticipatory energy because the money game, the wealth game isn't five minutes or less. It never is. And so if you can build up that beautiful, like, ooh, I wonder what I'm going to do this week to bring in some hot cash. You know, ooh, my long-term goals are, you know, and you could like masturbate thinking about your long-term goals. And you say that again? A hundred percent. That's the... That's one of my main things that I love to uh, encourage people to do is use use all of those energies of masturbation and self-pleasure to to really like be present with that and use it for your life. You can use it to heal your body. You can use it to increase your flows. You can financial inflows. You can, you know, use it to increase um, relationship as well. Like just, and, and it's not just sexual relationship, but like you have an issue with somebody you can you can masturbate that out too. Like there's, it's such an incredibly potent energy. Um, as William William Reich talked about, the, the guy who wrote about Oregon um, as the as, as this like energy of creation uh, in the universe is orgasmic energy, right? And it's mm-hmm. huge. We need it. I love it. I and love when it. And we're using that, like you're saying, like you're using it up in five minutes. It's like blasting a rocket. 
and then it's gone. And so they're like taking the train ride across country and enjoying the entire, just like, I'm just going to rocket. I'll be there in five and I don't even need to enjoy the ride. I just need, I just need to have my starting point and my destination and that's it. Yeah. And there's nothing about the enjoyment. No. So, and there yeah. isn't, it's yeah. not enjoyable. Like, uh, and people, like you were saying earlier, they get programmed to have a quicker, easier high. Well, you know, what used to be kind of titillating becomes boring very quickly with this, yeah. with this type of um, uh, orgasm. And then you have to make it sort of kinky or, or, you know, more uh, intense, and so that will never work for wealth either. You're like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go run the slot machines. I'm going to go pay poker. I'm going to go play blackjack. And you lose and lose and lose with the hope that, you know, maybe one day your ship will come in. Well, I'll tell you what, wealth, if you keep this energy for yourself, if you keep your chi and you only share your chi with people who are like really high frequency and you don't spend it on any of this like McDonald's bullshit of porn, you know, you're like, um, I will share my chi for, you know, steak and prawns and, you know, beautiful Sauvignon Blanc or, you know, like just think about it that way, you know, like as fuel, you know, you don't put shitty gas in a Ferrari, so, you know, this sexual energy that you have in your body, you know, who you share it with and what you consume while you're sharing it really starts to program the body. Really it absolutely does. The body. But on that physiological level of programming the body, I think, too, when we think about these things and how they actually affect the endocrine system, when you're watching this stuff and you get these highs, these super fast highs from orgasms, you've got... You've got that going on, which is all is constantly in this really going to be able to heal. It's just in it's almost in a trauma reaction, which is kind of bizarre to think about that you could traumatize yourself with this. But constant highs are a way of traumatizing your body. And oftentimes people have had a lot of trauma. So this is a strategy. Let's go back to this, go back to the highs. This is how I understand life. Um, whether I'm in massive fear, something just occurred, I need to know what that is. And it's not that it gets resolved because there's not, not the intention of healing it it's just um so familiar that there's not and like there's no understanding of how to get out of it so i think um what you were also talking about with the low sperm count i'm, I'm thinking like my first thought is you've got laptops sitting near bodies and there's like wi-fi coming into the crotch like yeah there's going to be some low sperm count also going to be some low egg count also, the way that the endocrine system is being affected is also going to affect digestion and all of these other things because you've got these highs. So, you know, as an overall system of wellness, it, it is not an encouraging uh, factor for wellness whatsoever. It, this is actually like it can be 
interestingly, can actually be quite detrimental to your health in a way that like smoking crack cocaine could be detrimental to your health. But now we have the added effects of like 5G going into your testicles or into your crotch, like whatever your gen, it's going into your genitals because you're probably sitting with it pretty close to you, um, affecting your entire physical system. But I won't go on about 5G, which I could go on about forever. If you don't understand 5G, message me. I'm happy to send you a crap load of information on what it does to your body. <laughs> happy to send that out. Um, we are going to head to our next commercial break and we're going to talk more sound and we're just sounding like the temperance league over here, but that's all good. It's not what it is at all. We're completely encouraging pleasure in a way that's sustainable. So porn is not a sustainable pleasure. That is like feeding crap to your body. Like we were saying, we're looking at sustainability for pleasure. It's actually going to increase your money inflows and increase the relationship with your lovers so that your lovers can enjoy you as well. So we'll be talking more about that when we come back. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica. Every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we're talking about how porn makes the viewers broke and the lovers lonely. If you're just catching up with us now, we've been talking about some of the physiological effects on the body, some of the emotional effects that also occur in relationship. And we're going to talk a little bit more uh, now in this next segment about how does how does porn actually make us? Well, first, we will like look at um, how does it make our lovers lonely? If you're watching porn all the time, why would your lovers be lonely? Hmm, I don't know. I do know, and I'm just wondering what you know, Jennifer. <laughs> I know. Oh, so I want to just like wrap around from the last segment. So hmm. um, hopefully this won't get us banned. But like for me, one of the things that I really love is like stroking balls. Hmm. Like I just, oh, like I just find that so hot and like the anticipation of like penetration and, you know, like thinking about like, ooh, all the different ways I'm heterosexual. So I'm speaking to the people who like being penetrated. It doesn't matter if it's a vagina or whatever part of you that you like getting penetrated. Like for me, being with somebody who completely turned on completely present completely there for my body and the pleasure of my body and I find I have noticed in my own uh research that the more porn the people that I have been lovers with consume the less they are able to even keep an attention span long enough to give my body the attention and the pleasure that it likes you know and then also like gifting uh, you know, like stroking someone's balls and like stroking someone's chest and like their shoulders and, you know, just like the actual physicality of being with a male body is really hot to me. Like I just, you know, like all the different positions, I'm down for it. So, you know, if someone doesn't have the attention span, I notice, I'm like, where the hell is that person? And, you know, like, then I start to feel like, oh, I'm, you know, sort of an accessory, like a blow up mm -hmm. sex doll, rather than the object of their passion, the object of their sexual attention, the object of even their sexual desire. And, you know, for me, it becomes difficult for me, I feel like that porn energy comes into my body when that person can't uh stay present like I just notice it I'm like oh wow you know they're not present they're playing some sort of porn scenario in their mind and using my vagina as a fleshlight and I'm not down for it I like I'm pretty good at masturbating <laughs> and you know I'm, I'm pretty, I, I try my best I'm all right at it. I'm pretty good at a, you know it's like that Lizzo song and the sex is nice <laughs> when she talks about being her own soulmate yeah. I'm blushing here a bit I mean it's quite candid but That's I think great. it's worth saying you guys is like the quality of sex that comes from someone who is a regular consumer of porn is shit it's shit you guys so, you know, you make your own choices, uh, but do notice how often are you checking out during like 
I think people should make love for at least an hour. I think you really should. There's no reason for you not to dedicate an hour to making love. And that can be like, ooh, let's go have a sexy shower together. Ooh, now let's stroke each other all over and get each other really hot. Okay, now let's maybe do some oral or something like that. So it's like, you know, what are we going to do now? Ooh, what are we going to do now? And, you know, for me, I find that really, uh, it's a huge turn on if it's, you know, a like long anticipatory process. So if you can't keep it, uh, can't stay in your body for an hour, then obviously you're going to have to do something different because in the, in the end, I think, you know, porn is such a ripoff. It's such a ripoff, you guys. Like what people want is connection. What people want is like a deep turn on, like, ooh, I can't wait to get home. You know, ooh, what are we going to do tonight? Or even like if you're like waiting a few days in between your sessions because, you know, you want to like build up some anticipation and also build up some sexual cheese so that when you're actually ready to go, together that it's just like oh my god you could practically come the second you got touched you know that sort of energy and you know to wrap it around on the financial conversation like that's what building a business feels like when you are correct that's what building financial flows feels like when you're correct there's a ton of sexual chi in it and you can't go for the quick orgasm you can't you know I mean some criminals can they're like oh I'm gonna go yeah. rob a bank <laughs> you know? they're like wow I'm really high and you know so that is the energy but it's totally ripping off your body and that's you know like nature is so abundant when we use that energy correctly you know your sexual pleasure coming out of or sort of your sexual attention coming out of your body towards the willing recipient of your sexual attention creates so much more like people who are happy in their love relationships and who are sexually fulfilled in their love relationships are almost never broke now I haven't done my own private study on this but in my observation the people that have a ton of sexual chemistry and you totally know they're doing it those people don't worry about money they just don't it's true I, I've seen that as a trend. I could say that when I look at um, relationships where, where it's functional and, and see the people haven't inherited all the money, right? Because that's maybe a different story because oftentimes mm -hmm. then they just get rid of it too. But people who have actually built their relationship and built their businesses and built their loverships, then they're everything is having a building up energy, which is the orgasmic energy, which is not the same as climax. And I think that's another thing that people like just did misinterpret and misunderstand is there, is, oh, did you have an orgasm? I live in orgasm. Did I climax is another question. If you don't yeah. live the orgasm, maybe it's time to get that it's not the same thing. Mm. So, so, you know, having that like constant target of I must climax is, is something that, um, I think stems from a lot of frustration. And to me, if you're putting frustration into somebody's body, because 
you're having sex out of a sexually frustrated energy, then you're just going, you're going to seed more frustration. It's going to plant the seed for more frustration. So to me, the target is if you're frustrated, go work it out some other way, maybe go do a workout, go run, go have a shower, go have a bath, go bike, go whatever it is that your body needs to physically get the frustration out, write a song, whatever it happens to be. But to um, to be with your partner, to be with your lover or lovers, when you are, uh, like you were saying, present, which is not frustrated. So when you can be present, when you can be um, available to them emotionally, you can be available to them physically, then you're going to have a very different experience than if you're having your frustration built up result that you haven't resolved it, even if it's like emotionally you're feeling sad having sex out of sadness and frustration it's just it's not going this kind of connection as you would when you're coming to it coming calm relaxed and in more of a place of ease which is why bodies do like that buildup is because the bodies can actually relax and receive and relaxing into orgasm to me. I know that sounds, it sounds so backwards to people because they see orgasm as this building up, but you actually, the more you relax into it, the more it becomes enjoyable. And we've kind of lost that in this go faster, go harder. We've lost this like desire for anticipation because it is that get everything really quick kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And, um, we I, not that we've lost the desire i think we still have the desire we we are just not choosing it so much mm-hmm. um i i like the of like saying okay so in two days i i'm like i will make like plans with my husband and i'll be like so in two days this is the target i'm taking you to this location and we're gonna do and he's like okay i'm like okay cool so now he can like also is a person who needs like um he needs to have a plan like he always has lists and he has plans and like if he knows the plan he's good he's not a spontaneous person no you're spontaneous that's not so much. i am super spontaneous but i know that my lover is not and i can work in comments that will not everybody can do that it's just something i'm able to do and if it doesn't work for you then it doesn't work for you so i'm not asking you to be me but when you do have the plan and there's the anticipation it's like being on a holiday in a way and you're like oh it's like 48 hours to like oral sex i know it's coming and like there's just the fun of like knowing that it's going to show up is really fun and sometimes just thinking like you were saying the scenarios that can run through your brain are even more sometimes erotic and fun than than sometimes the act itself it's the whole imagination that leads up to it so we're going to talk a little bit more when we get back uh, about this topic because we're almost done this show because it flew by in like 37 seconds so we'll talk we're going to wrap up the show after this next commercial break you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Jelanić, 
where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. I'm talking to my friend and colleague, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, who also has a show on this network called Big Fat Lies that airs on Fridays at 4 p.m. Now, just before we get back into this conversation a little, I'd love to hear, Jennifer, how can the viewers get a hold of you and what are some of the things you are creating right now that they can look forward to? Yeah, so basically, I am very stockable. You can uh, find me on whatever platform you're on. And if I'm not on that one, then I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube. And uh, yeah, shoot me a message. Uh, if you're listening to this, definitely put your feedback in the comments and uh, my network will, our network will let us know what your feedback is. My specialty is actually building business beyond burnout and wealth creation. I tend to work with females, but if you are a super conscious male, I, uh, with some caveats, might be able to work with you. I have dozens of modalities that I use, all of which are supported by a deep intuition. I have all the psychic gifts, and so I can see what it is that's stopping you from being healthy, stopping you from being wealthy, and stopping you from being so happy in every single area of your life, and I'm completely dedicated to that. You know, I, it just drives me insane when people don't have a deep level of happiness in their life. I know that you worked with Jennifer before too. Amazing job on human design for those of you who have never heard of that. It's a great way to know yourself, and um, it's a great way for me that I've used to know more about myself and my business as well. So, um, and and there's so many more gifts that Jennifer brings to the table. So check out her show and check her out just go go get some go get some jennifer <laughs> so so um what i'm thinking about to wrap this up is i was wondering if we could look at some things that we can offer people to be able to give them some tips tools and clues on how to get out of this addiction and like what could they were because with addictions sometimes it goes zero to hero and and people can deal and some people need to wean off and some people need other things to replace it. So I'm wondering, like, what is your awareness on that? And what do you recommend for people who are highly addicted or looking to get off of this? Um, other than, of course, calling you and having some coaching, what else um, are some quick things they can do in the meantime? Well, how addicted you are um, may be surprising to you. And so the first thing that I would recommend is you know, like, do a gut check, how committed are you to changing this? Or do you just want to change it because to 
sexy old ladies told you to change it. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't want to change it, you're not going to be able to change it. And so there needs to be a deep level of commitment to change it. And it's interesting, the frequency right now, like what's going on in space and what's going on on the earth is actually supporting people to make giant changes. So um, just for example, myself, um, I quit working in a long-term career, uh, you know, working with this international corporation doing transformational work. So that was difficult to quit I had to be committed to do that and then after that I quit alcohol completely I was able to do it cold turkey and then the next thing that I did was quit shitty foods and then the next thing that I quit was shitty um, relationships and so you know this is you know the stuff that I've been doing over the last four or five years is just quitting the stuff that doesn't work for me quitting the stuff that I don't have a good working relationship with that doesn't you know infinitely gift and receive to me you know where the energy is just going out of my body out of my body out of my body so one um, the frequency is supporting that two baby steps man like if you can go two days using then maybe you can go three days without using and then maybe you can go four days without using and then the next step I would say is uh community and so if you are in a supportive loving relationship then what I would recommend is to turn towards your lover and you know really start to build that love relationship in a way that works for the two of you, because it's connection that people are looking for. And, you know, um, the, the chemicals that come from connection are the same chemicals that you get from uh, a climax. However, they're more quality chemicals when they come from, you know, a nice hour long lovemaking session. Um, so do notice that. And then the next thing I would recommend is don't try to do all of this by yourself. Like if you do need help with addictions, work with an addiction specialist. If you do need help with sex and relationships, Melitza is the most no point of view person that I've ever met. You can bring anything to her and she's either heard of a solution or she's highly capable of coming up with one for you and then also you know like I don't specifically work with sex but there is a lot of sex in what I do like I talk about sex a lot because that sex that creation energy that comes from your sacral is really something that's going to help you build your life and so if I notice that you have some things that are the antithesis of you building your life I'm blunt I will tell you (laughs) And I will also have some suggestions. (laughs) Say that again. You you are blunt. And I love that. It's actually like a super gift that you have. I find Um, it's like no nonsense and I'm grateful for it. And I'm grateful to know you. Grateful that you're on the show with me today too and having this conversation that seems so out of the norm for this program, but it isn't. It's right in line. And um, so for viewers. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on 
and tuned in to your body.